Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast featuring the Crop Doctors. Good morning from the Crop Doctors Podcast studio in Stonewise. A little, <laughs> a little hesitant there, Tom. I, I didn't, couldn't remember exactly what to say. So we're back in Stoneville in the podcast studio, but we have one of our platinum sponsors from the Row Crop Short Course, Trey Cuts with Yara. Trey, good to talk to you, man. Hey, good to be with you guys. So we did, I don't know, Tom, eight or ten I think episodes eight is what we did while we were there in Starkville, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And I left my notes in my office. Yeah, so during, during the short course, we had the opportunity to sit down with several of the Platinum sponsors. And then we had some scheduling conflicts with a few of the others. So we're all the way up into January now, and Trey called in this morning. Trey, where are you at? Yeah, I'm actually based in Auburn, Alabama, so not, not too far away. Okay, so Trey's in Alabama, so we're just talking to him and giving him an opportunity to talk about Yara and the types of things that, that Yara offers to farmers. So, Trey, why don't you just take a few minutes and, and tell us who you are and, and what you're about. Yeah, well, thanks, guys. Really appreciate the um, opportunity to be here. And, again, congrats on another amazing uh, short course. Um, I'm glad, glad we could finally put that back on. Um, but no, I'm a market development director for YAR in North America, which for us is, is U.S. And, and Canada. Um, I lead a, a team of um, uh, regional agronomists around North America uh, that, that work on, you know, uh, adding data for our products, um, doing things in a scientific way and, and trying to drive you know, our approach to the market, you know, with a really um, agronomic base um, and, and trying to support the industry. Um, on things from crop nutrition and soil fertility, which is actually a fun place to be in the industry um, uh, because you know, there's not a whole lot of people working on that from the industry's perspective, working with farmers um, uh, to help improve that. Yara actually is a really historic global company. Um, traditionally, there's not a whole lot of um, maybe on the farm brand recognition from Yara historically. Um, because we've uh, primarily been maybe an importer of nitrogen um, from our from our bases in, in Europe and Norway, um, but farmers in Mississippi have, have likely applied um, Yara nitrogen um, on their fields at, at some point in time. Um, Yara was actually founded in 1905, um, and actually was one of the pioneers in, in, in one of the first methods to create uh, synthetic nitrogen, along with uh, the race with DASF and the Haber-Bosch method, but, um, just to give context that, you know, how, how long yards been around and, um, and been in, been in the ag industry. Um, but lately in North America, you know, it's been really fun, you know, looking at how do we, how do we look at crop nutrition, um, you know, maybe in a different way. Um, how do we, um, take a more, um, scientific approach to our recommendations and, and looking at things like, you know, field variability, uh, nitrogen use efficiency, um, and all those things that um, in the end, hopefully help farmers be more productive and more profitable. Well, and I can't think of a more important perspective for agriculture right now. I mean, I think the whole fertilizer situation is, is continues to be volatile and something that it's nice to have somebody to talk about with that. But what specific products or what advantages does working with Yara have uh, should people you know, want to contact you to uh, help them on the farm? Like I was giving context for where Yara's been, you know, over the past hundred years, as far as um, being primarily a nitrogen and other fertilizer product producer, um, Yara has, I think, a pretty unique 
perspective, um, you know, on the industry um, and really, you know, takes, you know, feeding the world responsibly, but also protecting the planet um, pretty seriously. I think in response to, you know, what we've seen in the past few years from, you know, societal demands on agriculture to help in the fight to reduce, you know, greenhouse gases, um, you know, I think Yara has, has taken that on to say, hey, we, we play a, a big role in that. Um, and we also have a lot of knowledge that can help um, maybe even educate the, the, the society and the value chain about what farmers do, but also look for ways that we can improve, but make sure that, you know, we're doing it um, in a way that, you know, is, is still um, keeping farmers profitably sustainable. So I think it's, it's, it's an interesting perspective that Yara has now. On, on maybe some of the hot topics that we hear about, soil health, regenerative ag, um, you know, lowering greenhouse gases, sequestering carbon. Um, you know, recently Yara has, has launched a subsidiary, Agoro Carbon Alliance, to uh, join the, the carbon credit market. Um, and likewise, even within our group and team, you know, we're, we're looking at how we approach soil health and regenerative ag from a practical point of view. Um, so I think, you know, when you see Yara people out in the field, um, yeah, it's important to understand that um, that we have that perspective. Yeah, we're we're looking at how um, maybe agriculture um, can can work with society on on some of those sustainability goals, but also to help society recognize what farmers already do and and how um, sustainable they actually are on on their own land. I think a lot of times when you have those types of discussions and and something that you said really triggered me into that tray, but sustainability regenerative ag those types of things they're nice discussions and then it i feel like when the rubber hits the road april may you know when when things really start happening on the farm you know we've got to go do what our farmers need to do but you said that the term you used was practical regenerative ag and and i think that would be a very important slant on it uh, so if, if you could maybe exactly. make a comment about that a little bit more or the, the carbon credits and, and kind of y'all's goal for that. Sure, sure. Well, first on regenerative ag, in some ways, um, beyond it being, you know, hopefully not another just greenwashing term, there's actually a space, I think, for the whole industry to define what what is that, right? Um, and let that be defined by, by farmers and, and the ag industry itself. Because there's an opportunity, you know, if you look at um, like say organic production and, and really the um, almost box that you have to be in to, to be an organic farmer, regenerative might be, you know, a combination of those factors, right? So if you look at how Yara approaches regenerative ag, it, it may be a combination of mineral fertilizers and organic inputs, which a lot of farmers in Southeast already do with poultry litter and the like. Um, so I, I look at that as an opportunity for us all to, to work to define that and not let um, others outside of our industry do that for us. Um, as far as the carbon credit market, um, you know, I don't play in that day to day, but, you know, just from a high level, you know, I just look at it uh, for another opportunity for, for farmers to, to have value stream uh, on their farm. Um, now, obviously it's kind of, it's kind of the wild west out there as far as who's offering what. Um, and I won't, I won't speak to that specifically, but it's important that farmers, you know, lean on every resource they can including university extension to understand, you know, what might be, you know, uh, uh, valuable for them to enter in uh, with that. But needless to say, it could be another value stream uh, opportunity. In the end, it may bring recognition of, yeah, uh, what farmers already do. 
to preserve their land and do sustainable practices while, you know, also recognizing that, hey, we feed and close the world. Well, and that's something, Trey, I've always thought <clears throat> in our role in extension and working with farmers and being closely tied to agriculture is that farmers in general are stewards of the environment. And that's something that they're keenly right. aware of protecting on a, on a regular basis. So I think having these conversations about regenerative, regenerative ag and what that means and how necessarily that should be taken to the general public is super important, especially right now, because I think there's so much disinformation about agriculture and what farmers do and how that meets the needs of the general public. You know, Tom, when we talk to yeah. uh, Craig Hankins and Andy Whittington with Farm Bureau uh, as one of our platinum sponsors, I think Andy said something to that effect that, you know, in agriculture we have a really good story and we're not always really good at telling it. And I think that's what, what you're alluding to there. And, and I think even those of us in extension, I think uh, we have a role that almost meets a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week need because you run into people at the grocery store or at church and you can make an impact having a conversation with somebody and at least letting them know what you do and that you're aware of that and that that's something that's important for you to address in your role on a daily basis for all of us that are involved in agriculture. Well, Trey, where can folks go to find out more about Yara? Yeah, go to go to Yara, um, uh, YaraUS.com, um, and you can see, yeah, all of our traditional, um, you know, more premium product fertilizers. But also there's um, some information specifically if you go to our work that we've um just starting in California this year uh, on the Better Soils Alliance, um, you know that's a that's a good insight into you know some of the initiatives that that Yara uh, is starting in North America. Um, really, you know, being farmer centric and, and helping you know um, work with farmers, retailers, and industry on these sustainability metrics. Um, and a point you made about uh, you know farmers and industry telling a good story from our seat, you know, it's interesting when we talk with different members in the value chain, food chain. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun to be that connection point almost between um, what farmers are doing and then what uh, end-use consumers are, expect. Um, and maybe that's a valuable role for, for industry to play is, is to make that connection and, and, and be that advocate voice for farmers in the end. Um, but yeah, please uh, please go on Yara's website to explore around our, our crop solutions and, and the Better Soils Alliance and um, please reach out to any of us you see there for, for any questions. Well, we certainly appreciate, one, the platinum sponsorship. I think that's important. And as you mentioned, uh, either before or during, that um, it was nice to be back at Row Crop Shore Course. It was great to see everybody. We certainly had a fantastic number of people that were there. Uh, given the challenges of the last two years, I think that's important. That's definitely something we're going to continue <clears throat> and we hope to continue the relationship with our platinum sponsors, and we really appreciate that that effort that you all make to continue to uh, support the Row Crop Shore Course and University Extension in general. Thanks, Trey. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your time. The Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast is a production of Mississippi State University Extension.